This is a Queensland Department of Education podcast. Neurodiversity, what is it and what does it mean for our workplaces? Hi, I'm Virginia Bowditch, and joining me to talk about neurodiversity is the department's neurodiversity manager, Lutza Island. Hi Lutza, thanks very much for joining me today. Hi Virginia, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to talk about neurodiversity. Neurodiversity is a term many of us may not be familiar with. What does it actually mean? Neurodiversity is um, a way of understanding that human beings all have unnatural variation on how we are wired to process information. So neurodiversity refers to the many different ways of being and thinking and experiencing the world. We have a medical model of neurodiversity, which um, talks about different types of conditions. For example, autism, attention deficit disorder, dyslexia, dysgraphia, dyscalculia, and tics, and some other conditions as well, but these are the most frequently occurring. And we also have a social model of neurodiversity, where we are just enriching existing factors of intersectionality like class, race, and gender. So with the social model of disability, we say that disability is caused by barriers within the environment. And so we are working on creating a more inclusive environment to eliminate disability. Is neurodiversity a new term? Neurodiversity is not a new term. It was originally coined by an Australian sociologist, Judy Singer, um, in the late 80s, 90s. But we hear about it a lot more in recent times because there are several neurodiversity hiring initiatives, especially in big tech companies like IBM and Microsoft because they are taking advantage of the several benefits that neurodiversity can bring into a workplace. What are examples of the benefits? There are many strengths of neurodiversity. Usually people who are neurodiverse have very innovative thinking, high creativity, ability to learn quickly. They are very task-focused, have high attention to detail, and often have very creative and innovative problem-solving. And the key benefits that they can bring to an organization is not just um, social responsibility, which what it used to be like um, back in the days, but there is actually a business case for productivity, creativity, and innovation. So one of the key benefits of neurodiversity is that it increases organizational capability of inclusion and diversity. People who work with neurodiverse colleagues tend to have a higher sense of belonging and higher efficiency with communication. Managers often become better managers and better leaders by becoming more inclusive and neurosmart and increasing their own capabilities of inclusion as well. How does understanding neurodiversity help workplaces? Understanding neurodiversity can really eliminate the barriers within organisations 
because if we don't have effective support and understanding for neurodiverse employees, they are not able to shine spotlight on their unique skills, talents, and abilities. So by understanding neurodiversity and having supportive procedures and practices in place, we can really start employing a strength-based approach across workplaces and make sure that we are focusing on strengths rather than challenges. So we can seek out the tools and processes that really highlight the unique skills, attributes, and capabilities of neurodiverse employees. What are some easy measures that we can put in place in our work environment to be more inclusive of neurodiversity? One of the easiest measures is to really understand people's unique communication preferences and work styles and then adjust to that. So neurodiversity doesn't just mean people with autism, dyslexia, or ADHD. Neurodiversity means that every single person has their own unique ways of processing information and working. So that means that if we are aware of our own communication styles, work styles, and general preferences and needs, we are able to ask for it and get it accommodated through, for example, reasonable adjustments. So some of the reasonable adjustments for neurodiversity are really not costly or difficult at all. They are often around communication. For example, making sure that communication is clear and concise and to the point, and also communication that uses multiple channels. So that might mean that some people are better at verbal processing, some people prefer written information, some people are quite visual, so they benefit from different diagrams, pictures, workflows, for instance. Um, mind maps can be a very useful tool as well. When people talk about a neurodiverse workplace, what does that mean? What a neurodiverse workplace means is that we are aware that everyone has a different cognitive and neurological wiring. Neurodiversity at work is something that is already a given. So we want to move from simply being neurodiverse to become neurosmart, which means that we acknowledge that there is a very high percentage of the population who has a more distinct sensory profile and cognitive profile, which means that they have very pronounced strengths in certain areas and challenges in some other areas. So when I say that a large percent of the population, we really talk about nearly 20% of the population who are neurodiverse. So that means that even if we say half of them might not be currently in the workforce, even at an organization like the Department of Education, where we have, say, nearly 95,000 people, if we say 10% of them are neurodiverse, that means that we have close to 10,000 people who are already working here who are neurodiverse themselves. So that's why it's important to become neurosmart, meaning we are very proactively inclusive and use inclusion as an action 
to make sure that every single employee can really highlight their talent and unique strengths within work and do the best that they possibly can. Can you tell me a little bit about the All Kinds of Minds Neurodiversity Pilot the department is currently running? The All Kinds of Minds Neurodiversity Pilot is working on developing a unique assessment, recruitment and support framework for neurodiverse employees. The past year in 2020, which was a massive, unprecedented year for everyone, we were working heavily on increasing organizational capability through awareness sessions, co-design sessions, workshops, and training. And by creating a more neurosmart department, we are then able to increase the visibility of existing neurodiverse employees and also welcome new talent into the department. So in the next few months, we are moving to a new phase of the pilot, which is around recruiting, assessing and supporting employees across the board for six different positions so that neurodiverse talent can join the department and strengthen it with their skills. Are there any resources available for people to have a look at if they would like more information about neurodiversity? Definitely. We have a number of neurodiversity-specific learnings and initiatives. First of all, everybody is very welcome to look up the All Kinds of Minds Neurodiversity Pilot. We often shorten it to ACOM. We also have an online community on the learning place called Neurodiversity at Work, where we have regular updates, weekly posts on learnings, and a discussion board about neurodiversity as well. People can also subscribe to the ACOM monthly communicate through emailing the We All Belong shared inbox. And we also have regular awareness sessions on neurodiversity that we often post about in the online community. And there are also a number of supportive tools that are available for all employees that I think um, would be important to know. One of it is the Workplace Passport. The Workplace Passport can really support proactive conversations about inclusion and how to get the best out of people at work. And there are also the reasonable workplace adjustments and employee assistance program for both employees and managers. Thanks for that interesting insight into neurodiversity, Latsa. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to talk about neurodiversity and what a neurosmart organization we are becoming. And I hope to see everyone on the online community, which is Neurodiversity at Work. And people can get in touch with us via emailing the We All Belong shared inbox. Great. I'll put that in the show notes. Thank you. You have been listening to a Queensland Department of Education podcast.